Welcome to Just Charisma, episode 41. I'm your host, Brayden Charisma, and joining me today is AJ Megaman. What up? Hey, man. I'm good, man. That's good. Good, good, bro. Uh, So, AJ, he's huge in the world of dance. Mm -hmm. Like, this man judges, he competes, and he teaches, which is insane. It's awesome. So, let's start with, like, like, how did you get into dancing? Like, what, like, what kind of, like, got you on the road to where you are today? Well, to get into dancing, uh, it's, I started off with my brothers. They always danced to Michael Jackson, okay, okay. Usher, you know, yeah. James Brown. And I remember it was October 2006. Um, you know, I'm doing all like the old crank that soldier boy. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my brother challenged me. His name's Diaz. He challenged me to do a dance battle. And this was like uh, it was Halloween, like the day before Halloween. And my brother, my other brother, Jeff, was like, do it, you can beat him. <laughs> and I'm like, there's no way I can beat him. And then, um, yeah, I, we, we had a dance battle, and I was getting smoked. And then, um, what, do you, what happened? My brother whispers, do a backflip. He can't do a backflip. So I was like, okay, I do a backflip. And then my, my brother Diaz does a double backflip. No. And then he's like, you'll never be better than me. And it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> so that, at that moment, I was like, I'm going to be better than him. And nice. I started taking dance classes at um, my high school. I was on the dance team. I was had a, a dance teacher that also taught me popping. And, okay, okay. And clumping. And yeah, the rest is history. That's sweet. Yeah. That's cool. So like, what's your favorite, is your favorite type of dance to like do what is it the popping and like the that's a good question uh my favorite style to do when performing mm-hmm. is 100 percent. it's a style called bopping okay it's, it's uh it's an advanced version of miming but in the miming is not in the dance world miming is in the acting and theater world yep. so if you put miming in the dance world and then you put robotics and uh, animation for sure then you will have bopping that's the easiest definition i can say about my style that's my favorite to perform on stage my favorite to just dance is hip-hop hip-hop okay standard bus is hip-hop yeah all right. I, I tell my I tell people I'm a hip hop dancer, but I'm known for as an animator, bopper, right. popper. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, so like uh, with dancing, like you so you started competing. When did you start competing? Um, well, I was just on the dance team um, when I was like 14, 15 years old. I was on the dance team in my high school, and I was learning from my dance teacher named Megan Jones, and we do local competitions in Surrey. That's where I'm from. Okay. Um, And then I had a math tutor in the 10th grade, and he was actually a professional dancer in Vancouver. Oh, really? Yeah, and he started teaching me um, popping, and that's when I was like, what the heck is this style? Like, I want to learn this. He showed me, like, the 14 moves of Electric Boogaloo. That's another style inside of popping. Like, okay. popping is yeah. a huge umbrella term. Yeah. And so, um, it's like math is an umbrella term for algebra, trigonometry. Sure. Yeah. Same as popping. And okay. um, then when he started teaching me that, when I was 15, 16, 17, I started competing really heavy in, like, choreo competitions in high school. But I was dancing from the age of... 10 my first dance battle with my brother i was 13 14 and then i took dance series at 15 competing at 16 17 okay okay and just locally though locally okay yeah so then like and since it's only locally what was like your biggest uh competition locally or Or just just in in general general, yeah the biggest competition i have ever competed in oh man that's a good one 
that I can think of. Uh, I, oh, man, that's a good one. <laughs> I've been in a lot of competitions. I mean, there was a couple competitions. One called Last One Stands. It used to be in Vancouver. Uh, World of Dance, um, 2015. Uh, I did uh, a whole bunch of competitions in okay the biggest one is called kod in china oh okay. it's wow. a huge huge competition it was they do qualifiers around the world yeah and I, I was representing team canada oh wow and then like you get to perform in front of ten thousand people so yeah that was the biggest one kod Holy. yeah so then when you compete are you normally competing by yourself or do you compete in like uh like duos or like teams so when I did the biggest competition. It was four on four. Okay. Yeah, so it was like Team Canada versus Team China. Team Canada versus Team USA. For sure. It's literally the World Cup of Dance. Okay, yeah. Um, Makes sense. That's the biggest one. But when usually when I compete, it's solo. So, okay. So it's one-on-one. You do it. It's like a tournament bracket. You battle, single round knockout. How do you, like, prepare for something like that? You have to be good. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to be good. Fair like, enough. Like, the, the best thing is, is um, you need to obviously practice and have your... Um, dance skill up yeah um you have to know music like not all you don't need to like memorize a song you just have to understand music just like, like feel the beat yeah, kind of feel thing. the beat funk music you should be listening to a lot of funk i uh, listen if you're going to do a popping battle you should be listening to like funk music popping music and see, sure. like just understand how like every single popping song fo- follows a certain like melody follows a certain beat pattern same thing with hip-hop uh, when you're gonna enter a hip hop battle, listen to hip hop music like you know, put on old school hip hop, new school hip hop, right. instrumental hip hop, and you just when you know music and you just know how to dance and freestyle and boogie to it, you'll be ready for a battle. And then that's that's just dancing wise. Then it's there's mental. Mental's another a whole nother game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So like when you're competing, do you have a routine or is it kind of just mostly like Straight freestyle. Straight freestyle. I mean, you have signature moves. Like, I have some signature moves that have been passed down to me from my OGs that they've said, I want you to use these moves in battles to keep this this style and trademark these moves alive. Okay, okay. And then I have moves that I've come up with. um, But then the problem is, is you can't really come up with a move because everything's already been created. Yeah, Somebody yeah. has already done it, so it's like some people be like, oh, I've seen that move. It's like, well, I didn't know. Yeah, like, totally. I was doing it here in Canada and you were doing it in Malaysia. How am I supposed to know? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, like, you're not sitting there like, all right, I gotta find this. Yeah, like, did anyone else do that move? <laughs> yeah, you know, sometimes, like, I have a dance crew member. His name is Poppin' Geek. Okay. And I remember we went to a dance battle in LA in 2014 and he was showing me, he's like, yo, I got this move I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this move. I'm like, yo, do it, it's dope. And then when we got there, in in the middle of the battle, like we saw somebody do those exact moves no. he created. And he's just like, you can't create anything, everything's been done. Yeah. And I was like, bro, you gotta just be quick. Once you create it, make a video, put it out, put it online. <laughs> yeah, then it's like, this is mine. Yeah, you know? Copyright, you know, this is mine. <laughs> you know? But yeah, he's just it's straight. Some people come up with sets, but me, straight freestyle. Say freestyle. Okay. Freestyle. You just do your own thing. You just prefer that, where you can kind of just feel the music and yeah. kind of go with the flow. I mean, I do teach choreography. Yeah. Because, in my opinion, if you want to be a complete dancer, you need to be able to pick up routines and you need to be able to freestyle. For sure. So, but when I'm competing one on one, it's all freestyle. Okay. Yeah. And like when they're like the competitions, like is it just like is it kind of like so you think you can dance where like the people would come perform, and then the next person would come, or is it like? There'll be two people dance, dance, and then it's like whatever the audience type thing. So in, in the battles that I do in the street dance world, 
Uh, it's underground world. So what they do is you have a preliminary round. Yep. And you'll have a set of three judges, five judges, one judge. Who knows? Right. Depending on the competition. And there'll be like 500 answers. One person dances. You have 30 seconds to show why you want to be in the tournament. Oh, okay. So, so you're like just, just to get in. Just to get in. Those are called the prelims. Yeah. So you need to dance. three. Sometimes they'll have five dancers dancing at the exact same time. Oh. And... The judge will just be like, only one of you will make it to the tournament. Next five, only one of you will make it to the in, in China, you'll have 2,000 people competing to get into the top 32. Oh my god! So they'll have like, each judge will take like 500 they're watching. Yeah. And then they have to narrow that 500 down to 100 answers. And then, you know, oh bring it, then, then you'll do a second preliminary round. And then you'll all watch and then it'll just be like, nope. So basically, in the prelim, you screw up once, you're you out. Doubt, yeah. yeah. If there's if there's like a lot of dancers, you want to stand out. Like, For sure. If you're wearing sweatpants and you, I don't care how good you are, you're gonna be like, ah, oh, this guy's he's good. He's wearing sweat. He's boring. You're not memorable. You need to like. From head to toe, your swag's got to be good. Yeah, for sure. Your right? confidence, your facials, your performance got to be good. And then your dance has to be good. Then you're memorable. And then you'll, you'll make yeah, it into the battle. So then once, once that happens, let's say top 32 or top 16, it's one-on-one. DJ plays a song. One dancer goes. 45 seconds, one minute. Another dancer goes. Okay. Judges, three, two, one. They point. Who do they think Oh, wins? okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Then you just keep going. You lose, you're out. Yeah. You make it to the next round. Just like elimination rounds. Like. Single elimination. You win. Some and sometimes you win. You can win big money. You can lose. You can lose. It's it's all part of the game. Yeah, for sure, right? Yeah. So those, like are, those are those are dance contests in the street world. Okay. Now dance contests in the industry world yep. is what you see. So you think you can dance. Okay. Yeah. Like where you go on stage and you perform, and then the judge will be like, "I like you need to work on this," and you know. But those are in the street world. It's that, like what the judge says yeah. and goes. Yeah. yeah, point, point. That's a dance okay. contest. Yeah. Or they call them dance battles. Yeah. Okay, that yeah. makes sense. Do you have one that you prefer to participate in? Do both. Do both, yeah. I mean, I love doing like industry dance um, contests. Yeah. Because for me, I love it when someone has doesn't even know. Like you see a lot of dance contests like in the industry you'll see a lot of the same type of style. For sure. And the style I do, you can't even find 50 people on earth doing that style, bopping. Like not even 20, I can't even count, I can probably count 20 people I know who are like, yes, you guys are boppers. Okay, So yeah. when you see a style that's so rare that you've never seen, I love seeing the people go, what is that? For sure, right? Like What, like, you know, because when you see like a whole bunch, if you see, let's just say, Hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop, hip hop. You see choreography, choreography, um, contemporary, 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 ballet, ballet, ballet. Then you see that one guy, yo, what is that? It's a robot like machine. Kong, kong, yeah, kong. for sure, right? It's like, yo, I like, I love, I just love to make. Just blow yeah, their mind. Blow yeah. That's my favorite. Like, I, I, I love to perform. Yeah, for sure, know? right? And, That's I, awesome. and, and it's the same in the street world. You know, my style is very rare. I do many different styles of popping, but when I do my style, it's like, holy cow. It's like, I stop, wait a minute. Yeah, it's like, like, I love to bring that element in. And other people do do that, but I love, that's why I like to, I love to entertain. I love to make people be like, what is that? He looks fake. I want to learn that. <laughs> you know, that's my That's whole, cool. Yeah, that's that's really cool. cool. 
Um, so then, this is the show called the part, uh, this part of the show, sorry, it's called the Motivational Moment. Mm-hmm. So, AJ, what's your passion in five words or less? Keep it simple, stupid. Keep it simple, stupid. And so, so why is that? Um, in planning 10, yeah. back in grade 10, the <laughs> teacher told me, when I'm writing an essay, keep, she said, K-I-S-S, keep it simple, stupid. And I was like, huh. And just, it stuck with me, like, it's so... It's so great when you have people who don't understand what you're doing and you can simplify it. Like, for example, you have Einstein trying to teach us the theory of relativity. Right. If he can simplify it to our level of understanding, we will appreciate and understand theory of relativity you know more so that's why i always say like no matter how good you are if you can sip like i tell all my kids the audience is stupid so keep it simple stupid yeah because the audience doesn't know what you're doing so you need to simplify your dance still make it high level whatever you do simplify your speech don't talk so fast don't talk so slow like get to the point totally keep it that's my biggest thing keep it simple i like it that's really cool I like that. Well, thanks for sharing that. No problem. Uh, so then, you, you know, coming back to the dance, you you judge and you teach. So, well, I guess we'll go with judging. How did you get into judging? Was it just through like people respecting like your level of competition, and they're just like, we would love to see like you kind of get you on a judge uh, level of type thing? Or? So I, I've judged a lot of dance competitions in Canada. Yeah. It wasn't until last year and this year that I've started judging a lot internationally. Like I did sporadically, but now. Um, doing it a lot more and how you usually get into judging uh, a lot of organizers of events will see you around and see you compete yeah and then they'll say yo this guy has a lot of knowledge um based on like what they hear because it's all word of mouth for sure it's in the streets like that's why i call street dance like yo this guy is dope you should get him to judge he is a fair judge okay he's not going to be biased towards this he's not going to give whack calls but right so a lot of people like i've been claimed to be a pioneer for the newer generation for animation even though i consider myself a new generation and that's an honor so a lot of people have been asking me to judge because I'm I'm repping animation bopping so heavy. Yeah. And if you usually have an animation or bopper in the style judging, yeah. that'll encourage people who do that style okay. to compete. And it brings your demographic more for a dance competition. Okay. And if it's like an all-styles dance competition, um, I do hip-hop. I've been learning Memphis Jucking. I do stepping, gumboot dance, pop it, you know. So you're getting your feet yeah. like kind of all yeah. the avenues, But right? the ones I specialize is bopping. So yeah. it's like, oh, he knows other styles. He can appreciate other styles. Therefore, he will be a fair judge. Yeah. And I've done my time. You know, I've been doing this, what, 15 years now? So, you know, when, you're, when you've been dancing for 15 years and you've been going around the world and people see you, it's going to be like, yo, get this guy to judge. For sure, right? Yeah, that's how usually you get into judging. Okay. And how do you like judging? Like, does it? Do you find it like? Have you ever had it like where you're you're not really too sure, but you just kind of have to make a call type thing? It's hard. Judging yeah. is hard. A lot of people I've seen judge dance competitions where it'll be two rounds. Yep. And it'll be like, okay, one round we're competing, and I won. I smoked you round. Right. But round two, you won just by a little bit, but. Because overall, I beat you harder in round one. I will win. I've seen people judge like that. For me, the way I judge is 
like rock, paper, scissors. Okay. I don't care how bad you beat me last round, you still won. You know, so yeah. a win's a win. So if it's two rounds, you won round one just by a little bit. But I smoked you round two, it's still one one. 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 Yeah, I get it. It has to go another round. So that's how I judge. Like that's just a fair yeah, that makes swear. Sense. Yeah. You know, so usually if it's two rounds, if it's like that, I'll go tie. Um, I, my judging criteria, I keep it super simple: showmanship, dance, and battle. Are you performing? Are you entertaining? Um, do you have charisma? Are your facials? That's showmanship. Dancing? Are you dancing in your style? Like what type of dance are you doing? And do right. you understand your style? Battling? Are you smoking your opponent? Are you in your opponent's face showing them that, yo, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to smoke you, smash you? Right. You do those three things, you win. That's, That's it. Cool. And if, if I do those three things and you do those three things, then it's like, all right, who did it better? Okay, yeah. And that's just preference at that point. So, right, yeah. okay. That's cool. Yeah. Do you ever, like, have you ever, you were saying you started to judge on, like, more of an international level, so you're mm -hmm. trying to judge uh, bigger and bigger competitions mm -hmm. now. So, like, what's the, I'm coming back, like, what's the biggest competition you've judged? Right now, oh man, that's a good question. <laughs> I've judged a lot. Uh, I've judged in China. Wow. Um, I've judged in Europe. But the biggest one I'd have to say, I mean, in the street dance world, is a dance battle called Body Talk. Body Talk. Okay. It just was happened in Miami. Um, it was just past January. It was one of the biggest. It was the biggest popping battle. In North America, okay, that's, that's huge. That's awesome. And in the industry world, uh, the biggest dance competition I've battled was World of Dance. Okay, I've judged. Sorry, the biggest I've judged yeah. was World of Dance, and now it's like they have choreo and they have freestyle, like street dance. And I've judged choreography and I've judged freestyle as well. That's so, cool. Yeah, it's exciting, man. Like that's it's like. Is that that's just that's so cool. Thank you, bro. Uh, so like coming to your teaching now. So like, I, so I guess you know were you competing and you're judging and you're just like you kind of wanted to get into the teaching aspect as well, or did you just or did you just kind of want to uh, kind of get kids into your style as well, kind of show them? So my whole actually that was one of the uh, main reasons why I came to Vancouver Island. I used to, when I was 19, 20, I tried to teach a lot in Vancouver. That's where I was from. Okay. So in Vancouver, yeah. not many people came to my classes or my workshop. I'd get like two people, three people, and I was so pissed. I was like, everyone's saying they want to learn my style, but, but they're not coming. Yeah, like, for sure. Dude, what the heck? So I said, you know what? I'm going to focus heavy on soccer because I was a... Uh, semi-professional soccer player before oh, dance so, yeah so i did <laughs> that's yeah. so awesome well not many people know that part so i did i played soccer and i played for the viu mariners oh so cool. I, was, I was playing for mariners and um and i did a whole bunch national team white caps all that jazz and then uh one day in 2011 it was like hey we need a sub uh her name's sarah stewart she the uh, owner of vibrant dance studios okay I was like, we need a sub and i was like I haven't taught dance in like I don't know how long. Like, can you sub? I heard you're a dancer. I was like, okay, fine. And, you know, I subbed and she hired me on the spot. She loved my teaching. Okay, that's awesome. And then when and that was during the time when dubstep music was huge. Okay, yeah. So everybody was loving dubstep music and they all tried to. They called it dubstep dance when in reality that's actually called animation. You're just doing it to dubstep music. Yeah. Okay. So everyone was like, I want to learn that. So I was like, oh, this is sick. <laughs> 
you know, and I didn't know you could make money from dance. I, I just wanted to teach for teaching. Yeah, for the same And then all across the island, people were like, yo, we need this guy. We need this guy. We need That's this guy. That's awesome. We need this guy. And word then, of mouth. So, yeah, so word of mouth. Sarah is a huge advocate. She helped push my word out there. Um, and I started teaching. And now it's like, I was always like, why is it like Vancouver Island gave me the love, but like Vancouver didn't? And I was going to move back to Vancouver. And I was like, nah, like I like it on the island, you know? I'm, sure. I'm making money dancing, you know? I'm going to school, I'm getting a degree, I'm playing soccer. This is nice, you know? And now, like, as my name has gotten bigger, like, people in Vancouver have been wanting to, like, hey, can you, you should teach a workshop here, you should teach a workshop here. But it's getting to the point where, for me, it's like, if I'm going to teach in Vancouver, it's very exclusive. Yeah. Like, because I was like, you had your chance, like... I'm going to teach you the same thing I was going to teach when I was 19, you know, and you didn't want me then. Yeah, but exactly. now, if I'm going to teach, like, you got to come here at this time. I'm not going to do, like, a, a guesswork show. But wherever I travel, I always represent Vancouver, Surrey. That's where I'm from, of course, yeah. you know, and that's what helped me, like, the street dance scene in Vancouver. But, yeah, it was because of the seclusion at the time. Animation wasn't even like loved in van back in like 2010 2009 right. 2011 and then eventually started blowing up right and yeah. people wanted you know, mainstream hit it and they're like yeah. everyone's just like i gotta do yeah, this yeah everyone yeah. wanted to do it so they didn't really want to learn what i was teaching yeah the island wanted to and now the island dancers in popular are just killing it around them they're killing it yeah like i can name like there's, I can name like 20 right now, like dancers from the island that can like roast some dancers from around the world. Like, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's how it, so teaching was first, and then sorry, I went on a rant. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. great, man. That's good. I, I like yeah, to hear this. Yeah, teaching was first, and then after um, teaching, I was always just battling, and I was teaching my kids how to battle. And whenever I was like, huh, like I can't, I don't have enough to teach these kids, I'd go travel. I'd go travel, get yep. some information from other scenes, oh, yeah, okay. learn from other people, come back and teach the kids. That's cool. That's what I do. So I'd always, and the kids would always be like, AJ, whenever you travel, we always know when you come back, we're learning new stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm doing it for you guys and for myself. Of you course, know, right? Because I was always working on the stuff that these people would teach me or that I would observe. And then over time, you know, when I'm growing, my kids are growing, you know, I take my kids to dance battles. I would compete. They would compete. Okay. And then over time, it was like, yo, AJ, your kids are good. And then people started saying like, yo, like, what do you do over there? I'm just like, yo, we just training hard, you know. Um, there's a big guy, um, big name dancer from Montreal. They call him Monster Pop. Okay. Because like, he has like a hard hit and he's like a monster when he dances. And he came to Vancouver Island one time, first time ever, in like I think it was like 2015. And he he came on the ferry and he was like, Dude, "What's this?" Like he got on and it was fog everywhere. Oh yeah. And then he was like, "Where are you guys taking me?" And then once he got off the um, off the fog, it was like sunshine. And then and uh, oh, oh yeah. Bay, departure bay or whatever. And then I picked him up and I took him to a uh, uh, teach a class. And he's like. Dude, these kids are monsters. Like, they have crazy animations. That's like, awesome. He's like, yo, this is like a mystic island. <laughs> like, so he coined the term. He's like, yo, here, Vancouver Island, this is mystic island. Mystic island. This is mystic. I, like that. I was like, yo, that's dope. That's how we do it here. So teaching, dancing, battling, and then they went judging. Okay, okay. Yeah. Cool. Uh, you were saying, like, you, like, you had some, you taught some crews that were, like, on, like, NBC World mm -hmm. of Dance. So how was that? Like, what was that like? Uh, it was great. Um, for me, uh, 
it, it all sparked, uh, you know, I took them, I like to, my whole thing with teaching is I try to get my kids exposure. Okay. Like I want people to see like, yo, there are kids on Vancouver Island that can smash. Yeah, like, like don't overlook them. Yeah, like, do not sleep on the island. For like, sure. If you're sleeping, you're going to get a rude awakening. Absolutely, and, right? Um, you know, I would take them to LA and stuff and, you know, NBC contacted me saying, yo, we've seen your kids. We want them to compete. And I was like, okay. They, they told me to put together like seven or eight teams. And I was like, I can't, I can't. I was like, okay, like, what am I going to do? Like, I got to put together eight teams. And like, they were like, can you fuse these guys together? I'm like, no, they don't work well together. These guys don't work well together, but these ones work well. So I, cool. I was mixed mashing teams and I just sent in like a whole bunch of, you know, groups in the season three audition and then two made it through. And it was Funkonometry. Um, it's a duo from Nanaimo and Duncan. Okay. And Minibots. Minibots is a, it's a crew I formed uh, last year. It's two dancers are from the island. The rest are from Chilliwack, oh, Vancouver, yeah, okay. yeah. so, so it's all over BC. And you know what? I put in another group called Megabots, but they couldn't get in because one of the members of Funkonometry was already in Megabots, oh, so okay. you can't compete against yourself. So it's like there's always like if like if I'm forming eight crews, one dancer could be in four of those crews. Right. So yeah. only one of those crews will make, make it, it through, you know. So it's Makes like. Sense. But then now, like this season four, is gonna be like they were like, "Key, can you put in some more teams?" <laughs> Okay, well, I got to think. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I got to start scouting. Like, right now, as yeah. I'm teaching, like, like if my kids are watching this right now, if you guys are paying attention in class, I'm scouting to put another team in for World of Dance hey, Season yeah. 4. So pay attention. <laughs> just saying, you know. Absolutely. Just so, yeah, a lot of people say, oh, you should compete. But it's like... I don't know. Like I've been thinking about it, but it's more for the kids, man. I get like, it. You know? Well, are, are, like as a teacher, can you compete and then also have crews compete? You can, yeah. as long as you're not in, in one of those teams. teams crews. Then so like, you got nothing to lose. I, I can, yeah. I can do it, but it's like, like it, it's gotten to a point where like some people would be like, "Yo, if your kids aren't really doing exactly what you ask, why don't you just go do it and like be like." Fine, I'll do it myself. Like, like Thanos, like, <laughs> Thanos so, you know, Thanos, I'll do it myself. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Go, you know, I was like, maybe I should Thanos do it. We'll see, you know. I and the, Whatever life throws at me, if school w- plays in order, you know, absolutely. and everything works, then maybe I'll do it. But I can't say I'm going to, and I can't say I'm not going to. Just a, kind of all in the heat of the moment type thing, yeah. how you feel? It'll literally be like the day of, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> like, I'll be like, hey, here's my music. Audition by myself, or like two weeks before. It's like if somebody is like, "Yo, you let's put a team together," and if it's the right person, for sure, I'll be like, "Yeah, let's do it." Let's do and it. we'll keep it. Okay. But there is somebody who has asked me. Like, yeah. I'm not saying names yeah, for sure. Big name dancers asked me to do it for next year, and I'm just like, hmm. like it's a lot more tempting, right? It's it's, it's tempting. <laughs> you know, they're putting a super team together. Oh, okay, okay. They're like, we we want you on the team, and I'm like. That's awesome, but it's it's a lot of work, you know. For you're sure. traveling back and forth, so I I'll have to see. And so, like, how many like hours are you putting a day in, like, when you're like prepping the kids for that kind of thing? If I could, I would use twenty four hours, but I can't. <laughs> yeah, you need um, sleep and sleep. How many hours am I putting in? Um, for me, it depends. Like, 
I, it all depends. Sometimes we'll put in five hours in one day, just straight. Yep. Sometimes we'll put in one hour and I say, go practice on your own. Okay. And then, you know, they'll go practice. They'll come back to me and be like, what do you think? And I'll be like, okay, let's work on this part because it's ugly or let's right, make it right. better. Okay. So it all depends. I, I put in, the longest I put in in teaching is 14 hours. Straight? Yeah, 14 straight. Wow. I just going in, let's go. You know, you don't got it. And I'm like, I'm black and white teacher. There's no gray area. It's, yeah. it's either you're good or you suck. There's no, eh, yeah, it's like, totally. But I mean, like, at least you're like, you're not beating around the bush. Nah, like, you're just like straight through. Like, no, like this was great. You need to work on this. Yeah, it's yeah. like, and a lot of people like, like the certain students, I'll hype them up like, yo, this is good. But sometimes it's like, I'll be like, I know you're good, but we need to work on this to make you even better. You know, sure. I'm always like, it's it is what it is. Like, and I always tell my kids, if you do what I ask, I'm the happiest man on earth. <laughs> if you totally. don't. I am Thanos. Yeah. I will literally snap you and you will disappear, you know? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's uh, awesome. That's, that's how it is. So then with the NBC, are they choreographed dances? Choreographed dances. So then, yeah. did you come up with the choreographs? or did? So how hard, how hard was that? I mean, it's hard because the, the hardest part with NBC is clearing music. Okay. So does it have? I could, I could take it. It can't be like explicit or anything like that. Not even that, bro. Like it's like because you could. There's groups using explicit music. You just get it clean. Okay. It's just the artists. Like you can't use Drake. You can't use like Eminem. You can't oh, use really? it. Like it's so hard. Like because some some artists will just be like, nah, it just won't clear. Like the artist will say, no. Oh, the artist is themselves. Say, You're not allowed to use my song on TV. Huh. So it's like, you're like, that, bro, like, I would smash your choreo, yeah, like, totally. come on. It's like, no. <laughs> and then there's sometimes where, you know, NBC will just be like, no, we don't want this song, you know. And it's just like, we know what will work for TV. So it's, if you can, like, for me, if I can get the exact song that I want, yeah. choreography is the easiest thing on earth. Okay. okay. I can call choreo in 20 minutes. Yeah. Three minute long choreography in twenty minutes. If I can get my song that I want, yeah, yeah. But if I don't, it's that, a headache. Oh, oh my gosh, <laughs> it's the biggest. You're just like, oh, what am I gonna do? Because the song is like, I don't like this song. Why am I choreographing to a song I do not like? Exactly, you know? right? This it is what it is, man. So choreography can be hard, but it can be easy. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, so like. What, what's what's been the easy like what song would would you prefer to choreograph to? Uh, depending on the style. Okay. I love choreographing to Ludacris. Okay. I love choreographing to funk music. Yeah. I love funk music like Cameo, Zap and Roger. Uh, I love, love, love choreographing to Robot Boys. They have the greatest animation songs, like all the like, all those animation songs. They have so much, but um, it all depends on the song. Like some songs, like I'll just hear it. Like I love choreographing to trap music. Like Troy Boy, he just gets it. Like he is a musician. Like oh, I love his music. But like sometimes I'll just be listening to a song on the radio and I'll just be like, imagine my kids did. And I'll just be like, spark score. Yeah. And I'll be like, guys, new choreo, practice next week, listen to this song, and it just goes in. That's so, cool. It all depends on the song. Okay. That's yeah. cool. Oh, I love Tin Man, DJ Tin Man, Beat Slayer. Um, so many DJs, MoFag. Like, there's so many. I love choreographs so much. You can't say, like, what's my favorite song? It's just too hard. Well, it's like saying, what's your favorite movie or your favorite food? It's yeah, just it's like, like, dude, like, you can't, you can't yeah. say this. I can give you, like, a top 10. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, I can't say this is number one. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. 
That's cool, man. Mm-hmm. Well, AJ, I just wanted to thank you for coming on the show. Like, thank I you, really man. appreciate it. Where can the people find you? Uh, if you want to see my work, you can search me up on Instagram, AJ underscore Megaman. Uh, you can search up my Facebook page, AJ Megaman. You can search me up on YouTube, AJ Megaman. Just search up on Google, AJ Megaman, and you can see all my work. And then if you if you have any questions about dance, just send me a message. I usually respond. Instagram's the best way to get a hold of me. Don't text me. <laughs> just like the worst thing. Yeah, do not text me. If you somehow, you ain't gonna get my number. But if somehow you got my number, don't text me. Especially if I don't know you. Don't text That's me. That's also true. Don't text me. That's awesome. Make sure you check out AJ, hit him up about dance because he's the dance master. Uh, if you like, like, like show, hit that subscribe button. Check out the other content. Don't be afraid to, you know, uh, subscribe and all that stuff. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Just Prisma. And uh, yeah, well, thank you guys, and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you again, AJ. Thank you, man.